0: That's that's a painting of me taking the bull by the horns. It's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> also a stolen joke, but good. Hey, it's an homage. Um,
1: right, that's right. It's yeah, when's dodge-
0: the last time you watched Dodgeball? Come on. Me? Yeah.
1: Oh. Mm, when did it come out? <laughs>
0: like
2: probably. 2004? When we were, yeah, when we were in yeah, high 2003, school. 04
1: probs probs then probs then
2: <laughs> when you when you went with your high school friends to the movies because there was nothing mm-hmm. else to do yeah. yeah
1: that's right that's right when and i boy. drove 45 minutes to the town that had the closest movie theater that's that's it <laughs> I, I know i know that life
0: Everybody. Welcome back to the Razor Mike Podcast, the Hamilton Revisit Podcast. My name is Josh, and I am here with Audrey. Say hi, Audrey. Hello. And Andy. Hey. And we're glad you're here. Um, so it glad. Took us an inordinate amount of time for me to record that intro because we were giggling. Because it's been a minute
2: since we've all been mm-hmm. together. I know and somebody has a ring on their finger. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> In the time a, that we've been missing.
1: I got yeah. a bonus ring. Yeah. Bonus. I guess I should officially introduce myself as Audrey Goodwin now. Yeah. So... Got that name change. I mean not yeah. officially cuz like legal things take time. Legal. Sure. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm Audrey Goodwin now. I got married. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Which is incidentally not why I didn't use our last names. It probably is a good idea because I I kind of wouldn't have remembered. I mean, yeah, I wanted to let you do it. I also didn't want to <laughs> you steal your thunder.
1: You don't know my new my brand new last name, right? Memorized yeah, memorized already. I don't understand.
0: In, in my defense, uh, on Zoom, it still says Audrey Crocker, so I feel like that's a you problem and not a me problem. Oh, <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, disregard.
0: Yeah. You know, Facebook and. The fact that we're just friends,
2: like, but anyway, (laughs) here we are. So if, so if she had written turd Ferguson as her name on zoom, like you would call her turd Ferguson? Absolutely.
1: (laughs) So basically our zoom names, that is the official name that we use as our name on this podcast is what I'm hearing.
0: Um, sure.
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's going to bite okay. me
0: that's going to bite me later.
1: Truly. Um truly, truly just truly get ready. Is going to be a problem
0: <laughs> at some point in the future. how can you do that? <laughs> but yeah, so it's been a minute because Audrey was gone for like 3 weeks. Um and we normally record weekly, so we had a good backlog. Um and she's back now. Um and this mm-hmm. is airing a considerable amount of time after she was actually married, but there there, there we go. Now now you internet people know. Um Yeah those of you that already didn't and um it's just a fun time i i missed i miss uh doing this with you guys and
2: um yeah me yeah it's gonna be back yeah i was like the first weekend we the first week we didn't do it i was just sitting at my couch on a wednesday night just i feel like i should be doing something Mm -hmm. and then i was like why why am i not doing anything because my, because this is what I look forward to. And for three weeks, we haven't done We it. haven't done mm-hmm. it. We haven't done it. I'm glad I get to see your faces and talk about Hamilton.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I kind of like, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't really interact with Hamilton at all,
2: um, for the past mm-hmm. three weeks. And that's been weird for me too. I mm-hmm. had a funny moment. Um, my parents came up and visited a couple weeks ago and I was getting ready to go out to the to a socially distanced dinner and I come out and my mom is sitting there watching do your Theodosia and I have to immediately go cover my ears and go la 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 but she listens to the podcast sometimes hi mom if you're listening uh, <laughs> and so she's like oh do I need to pause it do I need to stop it is it okay and I was like mom it's okay like I'm not watching you can you can watch <laughs> that's adorable
0: I love that yes. she, she wanted to keep our integrity. Um, yeah. I like that your mom didn't make liars out of us. That's, that's what I appreciate. I do too. Um, yeah, but so, yeah, so I, I, um, it kind of, for me was cool today to sit down and, and play, uh, the song over and over. It's a short one today. Um, if you're keeping score where, uh, is that, I guess, sure. Yeah, I'll say that keeping score. Um, we are on story of tonight, the, reprise
1: yeah reprise yeah okay. mm-hmm. yeah i was like what First... is he struggling with i can't tell um
0: with what i yeah because i think as a kid i probably would have said reprise but uh it's obviously not too. that it's obviously not that
2: and i love that you used uh, a sports metaphor in the theater world because those things overlap so much
0: they do they do um especially because i only understand one of them and only a little bit <laughs> i'll let you guys figure out which one it is Josh uh, okay. has
2: one reference has one sports reference that is at this point like probably 20 years reference. Yeah. 20 years dated? Yeah. Yeah. It's I'd... uh we talking about practice. We talking about
0: practice. <laughs> talking about a game. Anyway, not a game. Um anyway. So yeah, we're on story of tonight. Let me uh let me set the stage there real quick. Won't take long. Uh basically, this is right after uh satisfied, so it's right after the wedding of Eliza and Alexander. And uh, our boys are hanging out after the wedding, and they are singing. And we get a callback to story of tonight, though it's a very different mood happening. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> which
1: is
0: which is going to be fun to talk about. Um, and so that that is that's pretty much it. We got um Hamilton, uh, John Lawrence, Hercules Mulligan, uh, Lafayette, and we have Aaron Burr shows up. He makes an appearance because of course he does um and yeah that's that's pretty much where we're at that's 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 the story so mm-hmm. um and place and time like i said would be right after right after the wedding whatever year the wedding happened in in the play because i don't remember um all right andy has a fun fact for us this week
2: yeah i do so um this takes place at the end of the wedding where helpless and satisfied are um taking place like josh just talked about yep. and um ron Chernow wrote in his book he said in reality that alexander had one friend at this wedding and no family um Mm. lin-manuel ended up saying like the reasoning behind this he said the real eliza and alexander wedding is too heartbreaking for something that happens so early in the musical Uh, he said i decided to make it heartbreaking for different reasons Mm. Hmm.
0: so heartbreaking because like nobody was there yeah,
2: a- i th- I think so. I think okay. that that's i I think that's why. And I think Lin Manuel changed it to, um, um, pe- no, goodness, Angelica, Angelica. Good lord, my mind.
1: It's been <laughs> it's been a
2: minute, y'all. Angelica, are. Angelica's heartbreak. Gotcha. I hear you. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that that's
0: cool. And we're going to get into some of the history too of of just the weddings because I think this is one of those um songs in the in the play that is is playing around with with the timeline of some things and mm. it's not that it breaks mm-hmm. anything um but it does it does change change the vibe and again it's you know you're going to take liberties um so it'll be cool to kind of talk through those and you know me those are the things i like to talk about the most yeah uh, <laughs> so i will history get into the corner that. yeah that's right history corner and i should probably preface it's like possibly bad history corner because i'm by no means doing a ton of research
1: um, <laughs> the so. history that may or may not be correct yeah. about i did
0: catch myself today i wrote something and i was like let me do some extra work and i was like <laughs> oh i was about to straight lie um that was that was what was going to happen um so you know do with it what you will um we're amateur i'm an amateur uh theater person and an amateur historian so it's great um uh, all right let's do it uh my thoughts on this is and i don't spend time time here but uh les mis vibes again uh, obviously because this song reminded me of red and black the first time uh it reminds me of red and black this time too though a different a different kind of part of it um there's this part in red and black where they're kind of making fun of marius for being like in love with this girl that he just met Mm -hmm. that has the same vibe as what's happening here it's like a fun um like the last time we sang this song it was about this great big thing we were gonna do and now it's just about the fact that alexander's getting married and that's Mm -hmm. funny funny to us um and i like that (laughs) um they hit us with the tomcat reference again which we know that's not true but i'm glad that it's in there um, mm-hmm. because Lawrence is making the point that like, look, if this dude, this Tomcat, if he can get married, like there's hope for all of us. Um, we can all get married. Uh, funny enough, they, they already all were married. Like historically <laughs> they were mm-hmm. all married at this point. And also n- none of them. I don't think, well, most of them weren't there. If any of them were there at all. Do you know what friend was there? Andy, you mentioned that. There no, was- okay, no. Cool. So it may not have been any of them. Um, So in in all actuality, Hamilton was the last of his uh, friends to get married. Um, Mm -hmm. Hercules Mulligan had married someone named Elizabeth. To be fair, there weren't a lot of names being thrown around at the time. So, uh,
2: (laughs) so uh, he had married. There weren't there weren't people named Apple. (laughs)
0: Come on, right, right,
2: yeah,
0: right. Uh, Well, it's a Well, so Elizabeth, like that, that'd be like you get a lot of royal names that get yeah so yeah um so he married an elizabeth uh, in 1773 um she was the niece of a british admiral which helped when he was kind of doing his spy thing that we'll learn about uh throughout Mm. throughout the show lafayette got married in 1774 at the age of 16
1: just a wee babe
0: um to a woman whose name i will not try to pronounce because uh it's real french um,
2: <laughs> starts with marie
1: we'll call well, her marie
0: <laughs> well yeah her name is marie but there's like 15 other names in there
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll put um, in the show notes
0: <laughs> yeah sure yeah i'll do that um <laughs> So by the time oh by this time 1780. That's when the wedding happened. So right uh, by 1780, they already had two children. Um apparently their son's name was basically George Washington. Like Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Um mm-hmm. and then John Lawrence.
1: Totally, totally just a coincidence. It absolutely had nothing to sure. do with her. <laughs> <laughs> really that's your name too i didn't even think about oh my that gosh. I, think, I
0: can't believe that oh i'm sorry george um, so weird totally, sorry totally <laughs> forgot uh and then john lawrence was married uh to a woman named martha manning he married her when they were studying in europe they married in 1776 by 1777 lawrence had come back to america um this is really sad his wife was pregnant mm-hmm. at the time that that happened and then he would never see her again and never meet his daughter Mm. Uh, which is mm. depressing as I'll get out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and honestly, kind of in the original version of this song in the play gives gives a lot of weight to the fact that he is saying a lot of the, the reality of what's going on too, right? Like that, yeah. I mean, we know that later in the play, we're going to have a war, right? Like, and even more fighting and stuff that is going to go on. So um, yeah, it's interesting that, in reality in the real world he was the one with like a super tragic story and that is carried through in Hamilton as well just in a slightly different way we don't know yeah. all the details mm-hmm. yeah
0: exactly yeah uh you know that I may not live to see our glory line um two different people say it in the show it's Hamilton and it's Lawrence um mm-hmm. and uh, we know that all of you that are listening like you've seen it so you mm-hmm. know what you know what happens we're not gonna get into detail but today but <laughs> Um, that, that is, is relevant to the the larger story that's being told here. Yeah. Um, Hamilton was in fact so late to get married um, that when he wrote to Lawrence about his wedding, uh, he wrote that he was becoming a Benedict, uh, which was a Shakespearean idiom that meant uh, a longtime bachelor who was finally getting married. Um, And I just love that, like, the way he talked the way they talk in general but him and jo- and Lawrence together just make me laugh in the show and in real life um they're fun dudes um so yeah so he felt late late to the game and you know in the world that he lived in he was mm-hmm. um so they they had this conversation about freedom and the first time we heard them talk about freedom in the first time story of tonight was obviously about the country and freedom um now because this is right after the wedding and um, they're having a good time freedom becomes uh, about the freedom that he's losing quote unquote getting married um, and so they have some oh little...
1: no <laughs> so they have some little jokes <laughs> back and forth <laughs> <laughs> oh was that part of it i didn't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one told me what? we should have done this one before the wedding <laughs> right
0: exactly I was, I was gonna ask does it hit different now that you
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think it does so and i was i'll talk about it in a little bit but like some of what i was watching i was like huh i'm gonna ask will what those conversations were like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> prepping yeah. for our wedding so yeah exactly yeah. um <laughs>
0: Uh, so I, I like that he wrote a letter to Lawrence. I was mentioning that a minute ago about his engagement to Eliza. Um, and he said, next fall completes my doom. I give up my Liberty. to <laughs> <Tyler.">
2: <laughs> Oh man. Which is a wonderful way to talk about your soon to be wife. It's, it's so crazy how like <laughs> little things change because those are all <laughs> right. the stereotypes of like the ball and chain and They're like, really my are. wife please and it's good to know that 1780 and 2020 are not all that all the same
0: jokes yeah look any any guy who's ever gotten married um has had some version of these conversations someone at the wedding someone in the wedding party was like yuck yuck enjoy your last night of freedom ha 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 ha." yeah um it's very it's like it rings so true um to what you hear
2: dad jokes don't die they just evolve <laughs> yeah. Just spoke a word right there. Exactly. I felt I felt that. I felt that. Um
0: the line newly not poor of us, um it's just a, you know just reminding us that one of the things they said really early in the show was if you can marry a sister you're rich sir and this is kind mm-hmm. of the the realization of that and Hercules is kind of making fun of this again they're all making fun of this song they did before. Yep. taking something that was really serious and now kind of poking fun at it in the context and so hey look you're not poor anymore Alexander you wanted to rise above your station and you just did it hey um, um yep yeah so you did that um and then welcome back Burr um yeah Burr is in the mix he shows up um one thing I thought was interesting is that he refuses to join in this time because we go back into Aaron sir. kind of in the mm-hmm. middle in the middle of this mm-hmm. um and he will not do it. Last time he sort of freestyled with them. Uh, a lot of yeah. that was to get them to shut up because he thought they were yeah. being too loud in the bar. Now he seems to be a little looser. I think we're gonna see that through the song. Yeah. Um, and so he doesn't really engage with that. He's just like, I'm not gonna do it. He's just like, the whole gang's here, great. And mm-hmm. which prompts yeah. Lafayette to be like, You are the worst, Burr. <laughs> um I think maybe that's why he's going to open up, especially not this song. I'm not going to be careful. I don't want to be like, oh, I can't wait for next week. Um, But he does open up. He starts in this song opening up and then moves us into wait for it, where he's going to give us stuff. Um,
1: Yeah, I think I was kind of, the first time I listened to it, I was kind of surprised that Burr was invited. You know, you don't really see the setup so far in the show that there is any kind of real friendship between them yeah and it's all competition and then for him to be invited to Alexander's wedding feels like okay this is a a big deal and obviously we don't know we know contextually from history that Alexander actually didn't have anybody there but on the stage there aren't a lot of people there. Like it's the entire cast of Hamilton, but that's still not <laughs> right. a ton of people for a right. wedding. That's like, this is a COVID wedding. And so
0: <laughs> they're standing too close.
1: <laughs> they Right. And they don't have on masks. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But, um, I mean the number of people we could work with that, right. It's under right. 50. We're good. And so, uh, so it's interesting to me that Burr made the list, you know, yeah. that he actually was there and, Hamilton essentially is saying hey I didn't know that you would make it I didn't think you would come but it clearly like means something to him Mm -hmm. that he's there you know that Hamilton takes the moment away to like engage with Burr which for me was the first time that I had any clue that there was some sort of friendship definitely at least respect between these two guys you know that Mm -hmm. they although they keep butting heads they keep they also admire each other. Both of them admire each other for different things. So I think the first time I listened to it, I said, Oh, Oh, okay. This is a whole different way of looking at their relationship that they're like frenemies, (laughs) you know, at least at this point.
0: Yeah. I was, I was gonna, I I like that idea a lot because I felt the same way we've talked about a lot on the podcast of just their kind of the rivalry part of their relationship and it really is like, if you haven't seen the show before, it does seem like weird because like, wait, but so he's, is he invited? Did he just wedding crash? Like, like what's happening here? And, and over the course of them talking, you do get this, this respect thing that they have going on. I think they both want what the other person has mm-hmm. in in some way. Yeah. And you really start to see that here. Um, I, we've seen it, but we've seen it from a place of like, I'm mad that I don't have the things that you have. And you, I think here you see more of like, dude, man, like I, I'm not mad, but like, man, I wish you could see how good you have it. Cause Burr mm-hmm. can't Hamilton can't. Um, so I think that's cool to see starting here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. see, like sort of the flip side of the jealousy, mm-hmm. Yeah, which sometimes is respect. And sometimes uh, who know, I don't know what the actual flip side of jealousy is, but in this situation we see the the honoring of each other and the recognition of you're a great person like of course I want to be here at your wedding I want to celebrate you you know this is a great thing happening in your life you drive me nuts but (laughs) right yeah I'm going to come to your wedding of course (laughs) to be sure
2: and I I think (laughs) it was also kind of cool that it was that he also goes back to the smile more um, mm-hmm. like I read that I read that as like less of a political posturing and more of like a kind like wedding advice thing of like, listen, like this, this is enjoy what you've got like this moment is you've got this position that you, you might be unhappy with, but it's a really great position. And you have this marriage to this wonderful woman who's also rich. Um, enjoy it like enjoy you've got what you you've got what you've dreamt of. And, and I know it's not enough for you right now, but just be present in the moment.
0: Well, and I think it's not even you got what you dreamt of, but like you've got it's almost like Barry saying, like, you've got what I dream of. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you wanna be me, but I wanna be you in a lot of ways. And I, I didn't I didn't hear it that way until I until you put it in the notes. And then watching it today, um, I think one of the things Leslie does a really good job of is that smile more feels different than when you hear him say it other times and you see it yeah. in his face that he he genuinely means it. it's like he's giving advice of like I you should smile more because like you've got it really good yeah you don't want what I've got you don't want any part of this like you you've got the thing that people want yeah. just understand it and just just smile more man just just yeah smile more. and it's kind of cool go ahead
1: now I also wonder if it's a it kind of reads to me as like, obviously a turn of phrase that's different. Like he's genuinely saying smile more, not yeah. posture. And also maybe this is their thing. Like this is the thing that he always says to him that now yeah. has kind of become a joke, you know, like yeah. hey, smile more, you know, that was their first interaction and to have that come back, you see the difference in how Hamilton responds to that mm-hmm. clearly defines that there's a difference in their relationship now too so yeah i don't know it, it has like a lot of there's a lot to mine in just that one little moment it's cool yeah and yeah. it's a
2: reversal of like the the initial the in, initial conversation that they had in Aaron Burr sir is like you know part of me are you Aaron Burr and then Aaron Burr says sir and now it's reversed Mm -hmm. Um, because they, because they've almost reversed in their status, um, because Washington has picked him. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, he sees this, it's like what you said, um, what you said before is that like Burr wants what Hamilton has and Hamilton wants what Burr has. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah,
0: no, I, I think it's great. And I, I think one of the things that I love about this show, the more I poke at it, is just how little, little phrases can mean so much. Mm. Um, we talked about it before with the, um, with, Hey, becoming like, it's one word, but it becomes this, this weighty thing. And I think this Mm -hmm. is the same, this is the same way because you're going to hear this kind of back and forth talk less, smile more, even the Aaron Burser thing becomes a way that these two communicate and it kind of always means something a little different. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's good to it's it's nice to see it in this moment being something that it feels genuine on both of their parts. Yeah. Um which kind of leads me to this this next little so Hamilton kicks the guys out, he pushes them away and basically because mm-hmm. they're they're ragging on Burr and, and Hamilton gets it and it's this moment of I think he, I think you're right Audrey, I think he's genuinely happy that Burr is there. I think he's surprised. The song kind of communicates that to us. And um, he realizes his friends are kind of being rude. And so he's like, get out of here. I want to talk to Burr. I want to see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Burr, like, uncharacteristically opens up uh, about kind of where he's at. Um, here he is at Hamilton's wedding. And he's like, man, you're so happy. And smile more about the things that you have. And then it kind of falls into this like, I'm with this girl, but I couldn't bring her because she's married. And just to watch Alexander's reaction all the way through that conversation, like it's unlawful. And he's like, Ooh, I want to know about this. What's up? Yeah. What do you mean? It's unlawful. Uh, mm-hmm. she's married. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then she's married to a British officer and his, Oh, she, I love that. Like it's <laughs> this kind of, it's almost like Hamilton wouldn't have, he didn't expect it to hear that out
2: of Burr yeah. Cause Burr is so straight laced. Yeah. Um, Well, it's kind of interesting that like, you know, weddings bring out different things from different people. Like I think from, you know, from someone who's not married, you can think of it as a side of like looking at all the things you don't have. Mm. Um, And then, and then if you're, you are married, um, I think you look at what you had and look at how you've had it. And you're kind of wistful for either what hasn't happened or what happened in the past. Um, And I think I feel like Aaron Burr's in this situation because, I mean, you know, you could be you can be single, you can be in a relationship or you can be married at a wedding and take different things from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, if he's single and having to hide this relationship, um, he might be wishing that he could bring her. He might be wishing for the relationship and the status that 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 marriage has brought. And so he might be more willing to open up in ways that he wouldn't normally
1: yeah and also it's interesting because it's a real stark contrast of him seeing clearly where hamilton is and where he is and the Mm. fact that in this relationship no matter how much he loves her no matter how committed he is to her he will never have this experience with the woman that he is with because she's already married right and so that is a clear picture when you're having to face the reality of, oh man, we're, we're equals with each other. We've been kind of biting at each other's heels. Like he's in ahead sometimes I'm ahead sometimes, but in this area, I can never have this that he has in the way that I'm living my life right now. And that sort of reality setting in is I think what, what we start to see working on Burr. Of, yeah. Man, this this is not. It is what I've thought I wanted, and I feel attached to this now. But also, there's a grief for the fact that he'll never get to experience that with this woman that he loves.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Go ahead, Andy. I was gonna say, um, and I I got a little bit of a on a on a lighter note, like when when he mentions that he she's ma- she's married to a British officer, Hamilton's reaction of oh, is is kind of like the The married man who gets to hear all of the all of the conquerors of the of the single <laughs> friends and being like, man, I remember those days. I I, I wish those days were were still happening. Like, I wish it happened still- on your wedding day, though. But no, yeah. <laughs> no. But I just I felt a little bit of that. Um, no, I think you're right. The uh, the first couple times because he is such a tomcat and he has that reputation.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's that I think that's part of it. I think, you know, we know historically Burr was was just as, um, you know, crazy on that level as Hamilton was like we just know that he was like notorious for. You know, running through women and I think this this moment where <laughs> I just like
1: see an image of him like running through like a like, linebacker. Just, just, <laughs> like, like
0: the opening of that of the boys. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. I think I've um, watched
1: too much supernatural lately and I'm like, you ran through it. she's a ghost. <laughs> she's a
0: ghost now. <laughs> um but I, th- I think you're right. I think there is a moment of Hamilton being like, Oh, like I didn't expect that out of you, or like um totally. But I think yeah. also there's a just a realization of like, oh, this like, this is like a scandalous situation. And Burr, you're the guy who was like, talk less and smile more, and posture, and totally. and, and Hamilton's like, I didn't even know you had that in you. Um, right. And so for him to recognize that, but then it it flips really fast because they've had this really cordial, respectful, like we get each other. I feel I want what you want, you want what I want. Um, but then Hamilton just can't like be, he can't leave it alone. And so he, then he goes like, I'm, I'm never going to understand you. Like, if you love this woman, like go and get her. And you know, he asks, what are you waiting for? Which is going to be a great segue into where we're going. But, Mm -hmm. but he genuinely, I mean, it's like, it's, it's that moment again of like, I don't get you. Like, I don't, I don't, I do not understand. I'm never going to understand you. Um, He just couldn't, couldn't help getting that one, one last dig at burr there of like, I don't, I don't understand, like, I don't understand anything that you are about in this scenario.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It honestly reads a little bit to me. Like that's one of the most friendly moments that I read. It's sort of the opposite for me. Yeah. Of like, man, like I want this for you like why don't you believe that you deserve this like if you love her like like almost a wingman moment yeah yeah you deserve it (laughs) it's
2: the dude giving the speech to the other guy in the rom-com
0: like -hmm. before he
2: realizes his mistake that's the way i read it
0: i think that's what he thinks it is and i think that's what it is coming from alexander but i do not think that burr is in a place to receive it that way no um which is, you know, which is exactly the the point, like, right, they, yeah, they're rivals, but at the core of their problem is just Burr not feeling, like, understood by Hamilton, and Hamilton wins all the time when he acts the way that Burr would never act, and so when Hamilton is constantly reminding him all the ways you're not like me, like, this is what mm-hmm. I would do, Burr just can't receive that. I think you're absolutely right. I do think it's Hamilton trying to kind of give the pep talk, like, Dude, just go get her, like just just do it, man. Yeah. You obviously want to, but I don't I don't think I don't think that Burr can hear that.
2: So the other thing I thought about, like when if when Hamilton is saying that, um, I I I I felt a lot of impl- implications of of like Hamilton talking through his own experience, um, and I I feel like this line implies that Eliza is the one that Hamilton wanted after all. Because Eliza's the one that he went after. Eliza's mm-hmm. the one that he pursued, and he and he loved that girl and went for her, regardless of what I know. Satisfied is from Angelica's point of view, but I it that that line to me is like you know we have Hamilton and his unwillingness to wait for it um, and to wait for what he just goes after. He goes after what he wants,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and in this and to me in that case like that's Eliza
0: yeah no he definitely is i I definitely get the vibe that he's like i want for you like this thing that you think i have that's so much better than you i want you to have it yeah and and it's right it's like it's almost like the first part of this is burr saying i want what you want and hamilton saying i want what you want and then Mm -hmm. when burr kind of comes out with this story about the girl alexander's like well dude like if you want what i want like just it's right there just go just go just go do it um you know, there's a lot to unpack there if we wanted to, which we probably don't have time, but like Hamilton gives zero craps that this woman is married. Um, he's like, if you love her, go get her. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, it probably helps that he's a British officer and he probably doesn't care about the feelings of a British officer. Right. (laughs) Um, but he's just like, dude, just go get her. Like, do it. Like you love her. She loves you. Go, go, go make it happen. Captain. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. That's not a thing I've ever said, <laughs> um,
1: discoveries, <laughs> but
0: anyway, so, but I, 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 so I think you're right. I think it is a, it is a friendly moment from Hamilton. Um, I just don't think it can be perceived that way. Um, mm. by Burr. Cause he's got a yeah, lot he, going on.
1: Yeah. He's in his own head so much. He's like, you don't, you don't, it's not that simple, right? Like it, it's, it's not as easy as just go get her, you know, he, right. Yeah recognizes the the complications, which in a lot of ways Hamilton he'll just bull like a bull in a china shop, go for it no matter what, which we're definitely gonna see that later in the play. Yeah. And and Burr does the opposite, right? He's calculated and careful. And so in this situation, Alexander probably would do that. And Burr's like, that's dude, that's <laughs> not me. I'm not just gonna go after it anyway. Yeah. Because also there's more at stake than just what I want. Hmm. Um, And I think Hamilton has a harder time recognizing that than Burr does, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think I agree with that. Um, So then, yeah, that song ends with, see you on the other side of the war. Um, So just again, kind of a, I, I like that line because it brings us back to the reality of like, this is a fun time and Hamilton's getting married and that's happy. And, Burr's got this, you know, budding romance going on, but there's still a freaking war on. And they're gonna have to go back to that reality. This is happening in the midst of, you know, what is about to be this big war. Um, I mean, they've already been fighting, right? right. So so this is in the middle of that. And so that even that one line kind of brings us back down to, okay, this is, but this is what's really still happening in on top of all of this, yeah. you know, happy stuff. Um, that's really all I got. Well, it's not all I got, but it's it's all I wrote. So,
1: yeah, that's all he wrote. So, Audrey, hit us. What you got? Um, yeah i I found it interesting in watching this number by itself, but sort of watching the very end of Satisfied into it that there aren't a lot of times in this show that there is a full traditional blackout yeah to transition from one number to another and this is one of the few times that we see it in the show which says a couple of things sort of in retrospect it says that satisfied needed a moment to breathe that we mm-hmm. needed to actually because honestly it's all it's winter's ball helpless satisfied that we need to like take a moment and ingest all of that. And it literally is a moment, like it's a breath. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in comparison to the recording, there's more intro music that we hear that transitions us. There's the blackout. And then there's a little bit of intro music. Whereas on the recording, I think it starts straight into the vocal line. And I think that helps the transition so much because when you listen to the recording it's very jarring to go from this moment yeah. with angelica straight into i mean i lived this like you're like what is happening who yes. is speaking where are we is angelica okay, like,
0: <laughs> is she okay? Is she okay? <laughs> can someone go check on her please
1: is she in the bathroom do i need to go like <laughs>
0: absolutely in the bathroom I just she's in put the bathroom out there.
1: she's crying but <laughs> you know, Eliza will she never know. She did that
2: speech
0: and ran away to the bathroom
1: <laughs> for yeah. sure. She was like, "I just need to go to the bathroom."
2: She had a phone yeah. call.
0: <laughs> Peggy's handing Kleenex under the stall.
1: <laughs> She's like, "You have two minutes to cry, and then we have to get back out there." <laughs>
0: Put your face on, girl. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I appreciated that using that theatrical convention because, in so many ways, Hamilton is breaking all of those conventions but you see how wise it is of them to use that because we're transitioning to a completely different moment, right? Like we're transitioning to the locker room party. These guys have like been partying. They're obviously all drunk. They're stumbling around (laughs) on each other. You're like, this is hours later. I hope it's hours later. I hope you were not this drunk at your reception. (laughs) So anyway, I, I, I find that interesting and and very useful that I think some of those theatrical conventions can be seen as dated. Mm. The blackout and transition is like very rarely done in contemporary musical theater now. It's the transition on stage or someone comes downstage and they're singing a song while everything is changing behind them and you don't really pay attention. But for them to use that, I thought was a really great nod to the fact that it actually it, it is still useful. You just mm. have to use it wisely. It can't be like, and then the one song and then blackout and then another song and then blackout. So I appreciated that, that it's still kind yeah. of a nod to traditional staging and we needed it right. Like yeah. We needed the breath mm-hmm. to actually transition to a completely different space. Um, so anyway, we're, we're here in the locker room again, <laughs> uh, but I, 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 this one is actually pretty fun to me. I like the double entendre of the lyrics as a person who just got married. I'm like, okay, enough,
0: (laughs) (laughs) enough of that, sir.
1: Enough of that. (laughs) Like, and it, it genuinely, like in the moment where they're like all grinding and, and actually thrusting their pelvic floor bones, like toward him. I'm like, gosh, guys, like what is happening? And that is the moment that I was like, what was it like in the moments (laughs) before (laughs) absolutely that's that's
2: the same dance he does in helpless when he uh gets his uh, her father's blessing Um, oh but it's 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 very 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 similar but no it
0: is but they do it for a long time
2: it's it's lin-manuel's version of it
1: (laughs) Right, (laughs) they
0: do it for a long time
2: oh for
1: yeah, sure because there's this side to side hip ha- action going on and then Lawrence dips out and then the well, other two are still like they're like nah straightforward yeah. let's go let's we still, we still be
2: real with... like i think i think hamilton would have done it longer if uh philip schuyler hadn't caught him doing it <laughs>
0: right <laughs> it would have
2: gotten into that
0: yeah they do it they do it for a long time but i, I love it. and it's so like i, I mentioned earlier it, it is it's very true of of the guy talk right before a wedding that I think, I mean, I'm thinking back to like my bachelor party and things like that. And like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's super, it's super on brand. There's nothing new under the sun. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is kind of endearing and fun about it. And it's also like, it's harmless in this moment. You know, it's, it's fun. Like they're ribbing him, but it reminds me even them using this same tune and using this same song but using it in a different way reminds me of sort of like drinking songs of the day that it's sort of like oh yeah this is that song that we know that we all sing in these moments together whether it actually fits or not right right (laughs) (laughs) so we'll make it fit by like being like, haha ha, wink, wink, nod, nod. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I appreciate that about it. I think it's, it's fun and silly in that way. And then it kind of, because it has this other very dark and sad and overwhelming meaning, it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, the song ring around the Rosie,
2: yes, which is like a
1: little kid song that you sing and on the playground, but then you find out the history and it's like actually very dark.
0: It's about the plague.
1: Exactly. And when you hear like ashes, ashes, they all fall down. Like no, literally people die and we burn their bodies so that they don't give other people the plague, like knowing the truth of what's behind that. So there's a little bit of that going on too, of like, this fun it's this drinking song but also like what we're saying still means what it meant the first time so there's this weird sort of inception moment going on in my brain and i'm like i'm just gonna choose to be in the happy version of this and not like (laughs) seeing all the foreshadowing that's happening with like lauren singing i'm like oh no you're gonna die Like, i
0: (laughs) I may not live to see our glory no you're
1: not going to you're not gonna (laughs) um yeah, so I, I thought that was interesting when I, as I was listening to it again. I've I've never really thought of it in that way, but seeing it sort of flipped on its head reminded me of those sort of children's songs that when you know the background, it it's like, is this a kid's song? This is pretty dark and twisty. And I don't know right. if I'm okay with it anymore. Dark and twisty. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Somebody's been watching Grey's Anatomy.
1: <laughs> um, guilty. Uh, I did. Just on a completely different note, but it is about Grey's Anatomy. I had to get a COVID <laughs> test today, uh, oh. so I'm I'm good. I'm negative. Everyone, Thank sweet. You. I know you were all worried. So I, because we've been traveling so much and mm-hmm. we also are hoping to my, uh, my husband's, uh, hey. brother, mm-hmm, uh, and his wife just had their first baby. They had their baby on Friday before oh. we got married on Sunday. Wow. Um, so it was a big weekend <laughs> in the good yeah. family. And so anyway, we then went away for two weeks and then are hopefully going to get to meet, um, the baby this weekend but we like need to make sure that we are like cool and good and safe right, anyway yeah. So we are getting, we got COVID tests to make sure that we're, we're good. We're both negative, but I sat in my car for a very long time waiting for my turn for them to call me and say, yes, ma'am, you can come inside now to get tested. And while I was doing that, I was watching Grey's Anatomy on the (laughs) iPad for sure. So maybe that really is why dark and twisty (laughs) literally today.
0: Yeah. I mean, she says it, she says it a lot. She uses those words a lot. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's essentially like, I I like this song. It's fun. It's silly. It also, like what we've talked about, I've shared a lot of my thoughts about what it says relationally about Hamilton and Burr. And that's really fun for me to see to see a deepening and like a spiraling down, right? Like of of who these people are in mm-hmm. their relationship, especially as we get toward the end of act one, right? Like we're like moving in that direction. We're like starting to, to wrap things up in a different way. And yeah. so I, I like that we're seeing, we've set them up as rivals. We know that, we understand that. And then the writing is so brilliant to then say, and also, they were contemporaries and they respected each other and they knew each other and did things like came to each other's weddings. Like that's the kind of level of knowing one another that they were at, which makes later parts of the story even more heartbreaking. So I think it's really genius playwriting, honestly, to see Mm. that the building of that relationship in order to see the heartbreak of the the really like cracking and falling apart later, mm. so it's it's kind of in a a lot of the ways the the foreshadowing that when you know the end of the story which you do from the very beginning like Burr says I killed him right like I'm I'm the one that shot him so you know that that's where we're gonna get to but to see that like almost familial like hey you're my buddy I want to hear about it like and even. Alexander not blinking twice at him saying, yeah, I'm having this relationship. He's like, man, I'm in your corner. Period. Like, you know, like I'm here for you. I I got you. Go get her. Yeah, go get her. So I, I really like that, that they took the moment to have a, a very human interaction between Alexander and Aaron. So yeah, I like it. It's a good, it's a good moment between these like massive songs and massive ideas, but I, it doesn't feel like just a transition. There are definitely things happening in the context of this song, which I really appreciate.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. I like that. Andy, what you got buddy. So pretty much, I've pretty much said everything that I, that um, within y'all's commentary um, that I, that I grabbed from it. The, one of the things that I just loved is, you know, this song in the original, is just a chance to show off their brotherhood, mm-hmm. um, and this is just like a furthering of that. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I loved seeing the personality between the four actors that they they've spent time. John Lawrence is just an entire mood in this song, isn't he? <laughs> he is stealing this like a hundred percent. You know that toast that that toast that he sort of gives like. Um, the line that he's like there's hope for our ass after all (laughs) like like if hamilton can get and then just the way he he reads the line on to burr of got a special someone on the side burr like just like right into the ear (laughs) and you just see his lips like inches from burr's ear yeah that, that everyone's had in their life by another drunk person Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just i loved that line reading i also loved hercules mulligan coming in hot with uh to the newly not poor of us right so that was so good and then you get to see like lafayette's like french cattiness with the you are the worst burr yeah. yes and because you haven't seen his personality not up much. until this point and you're i think um i think you're starting to he's becoming less unsure of himself you know and in, in um in the last one he was like how you say anarchy you know right like stuff like he was kind of stuttering and stumbling within that language with between them and now he's a little more confident in it to start throwing shots hold i really like what you just said it makes me
0: think of like i haven't really connected that like yeah when we first meet him he's kind of fumbling over english and um he literally has some of the fastest rapping in this musical later. Yep. So that's really cool to see those things. I, didn't, I haven't ever thought of it that way. Um, that makes me really excited for Guns and Ships if I wasn't already, but. <laughs> yeah. Is that a song
1: I, in this show?
0: Um, no, I made that. Oh, okay, cool. Just we're going
1: to that, that out of, one, right? Pulled that out of thin air. <laughs> we're just skipping um, that one.
2: <laughs> going to I, the next interlude I will write even... in this podcast <laughs> I know you will <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so I really enjoy that I just I, I love seeing the the um the interactions between them and the chemistry that they have from the years of doing it um the other thing I liked uh, that was interesting was the uh you're kind but I'm afraid it's unlawful um that that Aaron Burr's talking about when hamilton mentions you should have brought her um because adultery was like against the law um yeah. in the 1600s and like the 1700s and like, like
1: people died for that mess
2: i yeah. know didn't wasn't that what happened with alexandra hamilton's mom so she was not able to get remarried because
0: because she had her husband adultery and because her
2: husband filed well, like a suit against her right
0: yes he uh, he filed a suit it was like adultery and i think i said it was whoring around i think is what he okay but yeah yeah no it was a it was a big yeah right um <laughs> yes it was a it was a big deal um
2: and and fun fact adultery is still illegal in 18 states oh uh, yeah it's not really prosecuted unless you're in sure. um unless you're in the military um and then it's then they prosecute it. Wow. Yeah. Who knew? That, that is what that what the A was for
0: in The Scarlet Letter, if you. Yeah. You had to read
2: Oh. It. Oh, oh. And then oh, easy A makes so much more sense now. Thanks. <laughs> <Sorry>. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> I'm not making me. fun of I'm not being mean about you. I'm being I'm making a joke about me being dumb.
0: It's okay. You can be mean a
2: little bit i'm sorry i didn't mean to be mean i just wanted to interject like i knew a thing keep going no that i mean literally that's all i have oh um, that's all i have is the adultery emma stone and emma stone. We'll
0: end on emma stone
2: emma stone um, for the win
0: she's pretty good we like her yeah. <laughs> pretty all right she's got a pocket full of sunshine all right so the best line and i hate that it's me um because you know exactly what I'm doing. I'm scrolling through right now while I stall.
1: Um. (laughs) I'm saying words about what I am doing. So you don't know that I am using time. (laughs) Yeah, no. So, so I, um,
0: I love the delivery on the that Lawrence has on the. You got a special someone on the side, Burr. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, just that hot colonial breath in your ear. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: right, uh. You really paint um, a picture. <laughs> trying to paint you a word picture, um, but I do think um, just because of doing research, um, when Burr says, "I from what I hear, you've made yourself indispensable." Um, was that yours, Audrey? Is yes. That-
1: well, you can. Fine, I'll choose have, another one. No, it's okay. It'll cool. be it's yours. Hard.
0: It's probably not for the same reason, is it?
1: All right. It's probably for know. the same
0: reason. <laughs> there was like, there was like a book that was written about like George Washington's uh, indispensable men. Um, it's like, like in that time period, and I think that's probably a nod to that. So that's why I like that line. It's cool. Um, there's not, there's not a ton of lines that are just like, just like speak to me in this. No. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, but I do like that that is the type of research that Lynn would do if he was going to do a, a line. So that's why I appreciate it. So I'm sorry if I stole your thunder, Audrey.
1: No, you didn't steal my thunder. That's, Good. I didn't, I didn't know that. About Good. that book. <laughs> 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 Not the history girl. Uh, so no, I, I like that. I like that line because it speaks to what is going on, what actually has happened with, Hamilton, that he took this job very unwillingly, but Mm. he knew that it was going to be a stepping stone, or he hoped that it would be a stepping stone to where he wanted to go. And he did what Hamilton does, which is once he decides he's going to do something, he runs at it full Mm. throttle. And, you know, I think about that, that sort of concept of making yourself indispensable. And I think that Hamilton did that not with the concept of making himself indispensable, not just like, Oh, I want to be so useful to you that you can't get rid of me, Mm -hmm. but instead, because he wants to do everything that he does well and perfectly, you know, which is obviously not a a healthy idea (laughs) to try to do everything perfectly. But I, I like what that says about Hamilton's character, that you know, he it's not just because Washington likes him. It's because he actually is doing a really good job. Mm. and that's because of his tenacity. you know, so I, I like that that's a a little moment that we hear more about who Hamilton is. and also that Burr knows that
2: mm. that
1: he's like oh man like you not only are you doing the job but you're doing it real well so <laughs> right Yeah.
2: <laughs> no I, lo- I like that i dig that that's good mine is um is less of like the line like what he what the person is saying and more of how they're saying it mm-hmm. i love lafayette saying you are the worst you are the worst, mm-hmm. you are the worst it's between <laughs> the accent and just david diggs um and then you know Burr is throwing shade. You know I, I see the whole gang is here, and then Lafayette's just throwing it right back. Um, yeah. And I got a chuckle out of that, um, so I like that one.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's good. He's obviously he's one of my favorite parts of this show in general. So I love to see those little those little moments of him kind of um, being funny and and just being being who he is which is just as much Davi Diggs as it is Lafayette, mm-hmm. um, which is, I appreciate. Um, okay. So who won is next um, for me? Um, it, is, it is John Lawrence because he just steals every second that he's on this stage in this bit. Um, and I just, I love it so much. And I liked yeah. it already on the recording, but to watch mm-hmm. it happening... Um, which again is as much Anthony Ramos as it is John Lawrence, but it's he's
2: so fun.
1: It's yeah. more Anthony Ramos than it right. is John Lawrence, <laughs> it's, especially it's, yeah,
2: especially if you uh, if you take that that beginning of Satisfied when he does the hey 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 all right all right all right, all right, all right, all right. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's so good uh, I think. I'm going to say that Aaron Burr won this song Mm. for the reason that his vulnerability coming into, into this space, you know, showing up to the wedding at all and being in that space and coming to talk to Hamilton and, and showing his heart to someone that he honestly feels very competitive with, but choosing to enter into vulnerability with him. Like that's super brave. And so, yeah, I, I think he's definitely the most honest person on the stage (laughs) during, (laughs) during this number. Yeah. Uh, He's
0: he's the guy at the wedding. That's like, I know you guys are having fun, but I need to be real serious right now.
1: Yeah. Like, can we take it down for just a moment? Like I gotta, I gotta say these things that are,
0: I need to talk about some feelings.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: I'm 25. My life, I'm I'm not married. <laughs> my life's not heading where I was. Yeah, yeah. So to this <laughs> like case, kind of it's thing. like,
0: I'm I'm 19 and I'm not married yes. yet. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Man, you're old. But, but to be fair, we talked about how guarded he was in previous songs. Mm-hmm. Um, So in Aaron Burser, he's really guarded and he's like not giving in to like, I'm not going to tell you about me. I'm not going to give you my story, but he is opening up in a big way. So I, I, I can appreciate that
2: um, for sure man y'all are funny because before this before we started talking i was like it's anthony ramos and john lawrence for sure and then as we started talking more i was like oh my god it's burr oh my god it's burr and it's for all of the reasons that you guys named (laughs) yeah it's perfect like well john lawrence steals the show but you also are left with uh leslie leslie just like putting a place on your heart and being like oh man yeah that's a that's good yeah yeah, so I'm gonna say it both.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Both, both of them. <laughs> it's a tie. Yeah, it's a
0: tie. I agree. Um, well, there you go. So, uh, look, I I can't stress enough. I l- I like this song a whole lot, um, and it is doing for me a lot of legwork for the song that's to come, uh, which is the only reason I wouldn't give it to Burr for this song. He I mean, definitely, you guys are right, and I know that you're right, um, but. Uh, however he he, he can win next week um all right song score here we go i do not remember what i rated um story of tonight the first time around um so just i'm not i'm definitely not factoring that into this number so um i think for me it is a eight I think it's an eight all
1: right Um,
2: Why is it that high
0: so for so it's that high for me because I think it's doing I think the conversation that we've had where I'm kind of getting into the more of the like kind of the emotional things that are happening between specifically Burr and and Hamilton um kind of enlightening a little bit the conversation that we've had Uh, also Mm -hmm. like I said the heavy lifting that it's doing to get us to to wait for it um is impressive to me um, it is, it is opening up Burr for the, really the first time in this show. Um, uh, oh, yeah. and he's literally just about to explode and mm. this is the song that gets us there. And so, um, just, I'm for me to put, wait for it high, which I will, I mean, I think that's probably really apparent, um, from the way I'm talking about it, but this song deserves a high rating too, because I don't think you get, you can get to wait for it. You could just, you know stage goes dark and we go to wait for it but this gives us all the context for all the the weight <laughs> the weight of the next song um and so that's why it's, that's why it's so high for me
1: yeah yeah i give this a 6.7 okay i think I, I don't know if i've done points in weird ways before um, Not, you like have. All,
0: almost exclusively but keep going <laughs> You
2: mean? That's fired over here.
0: I think most I think of you, you had a seven
2: point seven five before from you.
0: I don't know. I just think I think you've given us like decimals almost every time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great. Uh, that's very on brand for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wasn't
0: surprised at all. I was like, yeah, hit,
2: hit us 6.
1: with it.
2: 6.737. <laughs> but not rounding it up.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think this is a really solid song. I like all of the things that are happening within it. From a like staging musical theater, this is a part of... Uh, especially Hamilton, a new musical that like, you know, things are being done in completely different ways. It's not like breaking boxes or doing a lot of those kinds of things. So it's a really solid song, but as far as like ranking goes, having to give it a number, say like, Oh, it's a, it's above average. It's an above average song, but it's, um it's not like, eh, I'm not singing this at home. I'm not like, you know, <laughs> hanging out or uh, like thinking about, oh yeah, like we should listen to that song again and really like mine through it. So this is fun to explore it in this way and to really yeah. start to peel back those layers. Uh, I think probably before this, I probably would have given it a lower number, but mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, I like the song a lot. And I, exactly what you said, Josh, I know that we we need this to get to wait for it. So I appreciate that, but yeah, 6.7 solid score, you know,
2: right on. Mm -hmm. I think for me, I, I looked at my other scores for interludes um, because ultimately like they're what is, it's what y'all both said, just getting us to the next song, Mm -hmm. either changing the year or it's, or it's like changing the setting. Um, And this one, this one does more. And so I've typically, I think I've given the, the last couple interludes, like fives and sixes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to give this one a seven um, yeah. because you were, because of all the things that you mentioned um, it's not just expository. It's not just changing everything. Like you're getting insight into what has happened previously, like with Alexander and you're like holy crap he's married now Um, and then you're getting the Aaron Burr vulnerability of like I want what you have just like you want what I have and you're setting that table for wait for it um, while also offering pieces of of what Aaron Burr is. Um, I think ultimately Mm. like the why I can't put it any higher than that um, is because it's basically reusing you know, story of tonight, it's reusing Aaron Bursar, Um sure. and not really touching on anything new. Um, like even, even the piano part for wait for it doesn't come in until the end of I'll see you on right. the other side of the war. Yeah. Um, so it's not doing anything different other than to push forward a little bit of um, color, like the color of the character.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: Same. would I would agree with that because I, I was I was almost about to make the argument because like that there's other songs in, in the first act that are gonna completely reuse like all the motifs, yeah. but they do it they do it in a unique way. And this is really, you know, here's the first half of this song is story of tonight, and the second half of this song is Aaron Burser. Yeah. And while the the con, like the the thing is, the concepts being discussed change. Um, they're not doing a ton new with the music on that end, so I, I get I can get behind that a lot. I like- and
1: right, I also have true reprise. Yeah, I
2: also yeah. haven't heard those other songs um, since, so I'm right.
1: excited. Yeah.
0: Guys, guys, that are listening, I'm just awkwardly raising my eyebrows at Andy, and he's doing the same thing. So
1: it's a good, it's a good, it's
0: a good moment for us. But uh, you cannot hear it, so I had, to, I had to narrate it for you. You
1: cannot hear it. Uh, it'd be
0: weird if you could hear our eyebrows just raising up and down. I don't know what that would mean, mm-hmm. um, how that would work, but it'd be weird.
2: Audrey just looks confused. She does. <laughs>
0: um, okay, well there you go. Um, that is that is story of tonight. Um, this has been fun. I'm glad we're back in it. I, um, Me too. I, you know, I, what I love about about what we do, um, if I could just tell you all the ways that I love us. Um, <laughs> no, um, but lo- what I love about what we're doing here is even a song that is, you know, a minute and 40 something seconds long, um, when you can sit and talk about it uh, and pick it apart and pull those layers back, I think it it just shows that how much is is in there that could just seem like it was a passing thing. Um, and that, I think that's what I love um, about this show in particular, I mean, I know that's true of like, uh, most art, all art, right, is you can pick it apart. And it's all about what you're bringing to. And we've talked about that. But I just appreciate like how you can, we can come in with an idea of this is what I'm going to write this song and then the conversation itself um, can elevate it because I elevated Mm -hmm. my score because of this conversation. Andy, you did the same thing. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's that's cool. It's always a fun kind of like, oh, I didn't know I was going to do that
2: uh, Mm -hmm.
0: kind of moment. So that's cool.
2: Yeah, I definitely love getting to read the show notes a a couple hours before when everybody's putting their ideas in and being like, oh, how are they going to make that point?
0: Yeah. I love that
2: I love doing that and I love getting to hear all of the things that uh you Josh and you audrey that y'all y'all say and make me like dive in deeper and appreciate these songs so much more
0: right mm-hmm. yeah no today was the first time that I think I've been editing the doc while someone else was and so I was like watching I was like going back from what I was typing to what someone else was typing
2: same audrey um, and I were on at the same time yeah <laughs> it was anonymous whale on my, on my <laughs> Just a quail um, and, and now she's uh, now she's anonymous nian cat <laughs> wait what no she is she is, she is anonymous nian cat that's awesome that's very
1: the,
0: fancy that's the best one I forgot about nian yes. cat um, me too um <laughs> I would do it but um I can't sing that high and also I don't want copyright things um on that note <laughs> yeah so thanks guys for listening I hope you've had a blast we obviously have um join us next time for
2: wait for it wait i was was still waiting for it i still
0: oh wait still for wait for it oh um for what what am i waiting for (laughs) you're waiting for it waiting for it (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh man oh man so good
0: so, so this is a deep cut uh, i don't know who i don't know where everyone's listening from but audrey and i used to work at this place um together when we first met and you'd say hey welcome to the gathering place and you had to scream the what and that's what i just i just <laughs> wait yeah when we were saying wait for it and just got some flashbacks so that was fun um <laughs> all right guys like i said we've had fun i hope you've had fun join us next time and we'll see you then Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Raise a Mic podcast. If you're still here, we know you're a Hamill fan like us, and we want to invite you to become part of the show. You can send us your fun takes on the songs coming up by shooting us an email to raiseamike at gmail.com. If you're using the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice memo, and we may use that in the show. Like we said, go ahead and subscribe, review, and rate the podcast because it really does help us rise up those ranks. And make sure to share this podcast with all your Hamilton-loving friends. Until we see you again, we thank you for stopping by and listening to us rant about this musical that we all love so much. Until we meet again, raise a mic, everybody.